to the Four Jack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season five of the Four Jack Podcast, powered by our friends over at Galvin Green. Galvin Green is the number one technical golf apparel brand preferred on every professional tour. They're famous for designing high-tech, elevated golf apparel for every golfer, male or female, to feel invincible under all conditions. Head over to galvingreen.com and get your apparel game dialed in for the 2023 season. A massive thank you to our community that continues to support and share in our success. Throughout season five, you can expect more untold stories, more amazing achievements, and a deeper dive into how golf truly impacts, connects, and is celebrated by many. This is going to be a really fun episode tonight. We're excited to head all the way down to Texas for this one. But before we say hello to tonight's special guest, we're going to head down to warmer climates and check in with the AGM, Mr. Derek Lane. What's happening in SoCal today? Well, Parksy, I'm glad you got to get on the golf course. I know it wasn't the weather you wanted, but at least now that means that we're getting closer to the real world when we're playing in Vancouver. So God bless you. I saw the socials <laughs> and I know it wasn't your weather, but at least you're out there sludging through, feeling like an old man now with the bad back. But welcome to what it's like to get out of that, I mean, out of your 20s and your 30s and that bullshit. Now it just comes down to how do we manage what we deal with when we play, right? So, but tonight, a little different. So, you know me, anti-woke, not a big social media guy, but this guy got my eye, not only because he's the anti-woke, he looked the part. He's a guy that I'm going to the restaurant with and feeling comfortable that we'll get it done. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> but more importantly, the shoe game, the shoe game just got me right away. And it's like not very often am I impressed with the shoe game and all this bullshit of, you know, unless Melvin's on or we're doing something with that, right? But like the shoe game was on point every single video. And I'm telling you, right, when you're one of the guys, especially like us that can play with an untucked shirt and make it look good. You're a special, special human being. So I'm excited for us to talk to Mo tonight. Yeah, this is good because I got to give you all the credit. You dug this one out of the ditches and uh, turned my attention to Mo. Yes. And pretty impressed overall. So without further ado, the 4Jack Podcast is extremely excited to have another special guest from the content creation space on tonight. This is another one of those organic type social media growth situations. This guy is not trying. He's pretty genuine. This guy is doing it all for the right reasons. Mega golf guy hailing from St. George, Utah. Please welcome to the show, Melosi Tongasara. Yes, sir. What is up? What's up, man? Thanks for making some time to hop on with us tonight. That's really cool of you. So I'm excited. That's fantastic. The sort of the attention and the reception you've had so far in this sort of organic venture into social media influencer land. Give us a little insight into that. How this all came to be um so last year in october i just got done working in texas and i just i've always loved making golf videos and it wasn't until like i said october i was like i'm just gonna start posting on instagram i posted on my personal page and said hey would you guys follow me if i made a i made a golf page and everyone's like yeah dude totally do it it wasn't until February 22nd when I hit my first 1,000 followers. And, like, I was just, like, super stoked about it. And then from February to now, it just kind of it went big. And definitely didn't expect it. More so just, like, grateful. Like, I've met so many cool people from it. And so, but, yeah, I just more so just wanted to make a fun, fun little golf page, highlight St. George, Utah, and 
any other go- golf courses I play, show off the big fellas can golf as well. And so that's where we're at right now. I like that so much. This is what I'm talking about, the organic piece. It's like there's so many people in this space right now, and Derek likes the word woke, hates the word woke, I should say. Yeah, I just, just, again, it's just trying so hard. And one of the things when I, I first talked to, so Parksy Moa is like, this guy's different. Like the hair looks different. Like I'm an enormous rugby guy. And I'm like, he should be scrumming and not playing golf. Like that's what I saw. Light on feet, quick, agile, a lot of club head speed. And I'm like, this just isn't normal. So Parksy's way better as our audience knows, way better finding this stuff than I am. This is not my kind of thing. If it's not, you know, if you're not looking at like lab videos on Instagram, I'm pretty much out. Right. But it was just something. And then what I found was like, what really got me were the ones where you're hitting one and then you're trying to hit the second ball. Like that for people who play golf and some of the stuff you're doing with the golf ball, you obviously are a scratch or better, which really made it seem. And so like, I love how you're kind of branching off into what you guys are going to shoot and who you're playing with and what's going on. So tell us a little bit about your crew and the people that are doing this with you. Cause obviously you're going to have some people that play along with you that kind of have that same vibe you have got. Yeah, so I don't really have, like, too big of a crew. I just, like, um, have people that hit me up. It's like, let's golf. And I'll golf with anyone. Like, anyone that reaches out says, let's play. I'm like, cool. Like, let's just go out and have fun. I'm not – I wasn't until I played with um, Mitch Matthews and, and Steve Cook, some really big names in Utah, at least, and worldwide. But um, Mitch Matthews played – He's an ex NFL player and Steve cook is what do you call it? He's a big gym shark um, fitness influencer, I guess you could say. And I didn't really get into like betting golf until I <laughs> met these guys. I've always played for just fun and for pride. So like whenever I have like people that I meet like fans or whatever that want to play, they're like, so like what kind of games do you play? I'm like match play, like just for pride, you know, maybe a drink, a monster or something like that, you know? <laughs> And, uh, but anyways, the crew that I've kind of gone with a lot is like my three best friends, four best friends down in St. George. I play with them all the time, but as well as like my little brother, who's, um, paralyzed from the waist down him and I grew up playing very, like all these tournaments together. He got paralyzed a year ago in a ski accident and, um, it's, it's crazy. Right. But he's still playing golf pretty heavily. And uh, he just played in his first, what do you call it, adaptive tournament. And so him and I play a lot together as well. I love that. Um, but These guys were trying to get in your wallet right out of the gate. What kind of bullshit is that? See people on social media who like show off, you know, highlight holes. Like, oh, I could beat him. Let's play for some cash. I guess. Uh, well, I guess so. Whatever you gotta, you gotta take it when you can get it, right? So that's always fun. You got the game to back up the back up the slack, though. So that's really cool. Like the the game banker. Have you guys ever played that on the golf course? I haven't. Explain it to our yeah, audience. I have. Give us the goods. Banker, basically, how it works is you choose one person to be the banker, like each hole, kind of. And how it works is he goes last, peeing off. And you can like double on par fours and par fives in the air. Like if you hit a good tee shot and it's only you against the banker. So say Derek is the banker. So Chris is going to be you and I against him. Well, it's going to be you against him and me against him. Right. And say it's like a $2 hole 
And if you hit a good drive, a good drive, Chris, it will be uh, you can take the air, and then that hole is worth four dollars now between you and Darren. Oh, okay. If you birdie and he pars, like you beat him, then you double your four dollar bet to eight dollars because you birdie birdies equal doubles. So this can get heavy real quick, right? If you, especially if you're not oh, yeah. having a good day, you could be walking out of there with nothing in your pocket. Yes. Yeah, and so that's fun. And then when you get to par three, you can like triple, and it gets it gets intense. I'll tell you that much. There you go. So this is the influencer that's uh, out there uh, running game on everybody. That's bankrolling his uh, his endeavor, I guess. <laughs> I won like a hundred bucks last week, and it's like some of the most I've ever given someone on a on a golf course. So that's cool, man. It's nice to be out there and have those feels, play play under a little bit of pressure, right? It kind of gives you that scenario as you're, you're you know something it means something right you're playing for something so that's fun so that's, that's fun. talk to us a little bit about your introduction to the game you had a very sport involved sort of childhood growing up you're still obviously a pretty young guy i wouldn't say a child anymore but there was a lot of sport influence in your world growing up so talk to us about your introduction to the game and kind of who was instrumental in that um so i was I thought I was like five, but my dad said the other night on a live that I started playing golf like around three, four years old. And baseball was my biggest sport. That was the one I, I played throughout, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, little league, comp, uh, comp leagues. I played junior high, high school baseball. I only played baseball until like my sophomore year. Then I focused only on golf. Because I had a hip replacement when I was 15 years old, full like bionic hip replacement on my right side. And so that's when I was like, all right, I'm just going to play golf. You know, that's that's the main sport. And uh, I took golf pretty serious when I was like 15 years old. That's when I played all four years of high school. Then I played college golf. But baseball to me to this day is like that's probably where I gain a lot of my speed is because of baseball, because of the, the rotation of the swing. And so, but I played football a little bit. I played a little bit of rugby, um, but golf was definitely the one I was best at. Pickleball, table tennis. Any racket sports? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything anything that I was like with my hands, I was pretty good at. Soccer, I'm trash at. I'll tell you that much right now. There you go. You got to have stability when you got a swinging sport. So that, that, that kind of plays out well. What what sort of what happened with the hip? Is it anything you can share with our audience? Is it something you want to keep private? Oh no! So I I have a leg perthes disease where the ball in my hip would come out of socket or dissolve, Oof. and it wasn't until I was six or seven when they found the the disease in my right hip, and that's when my parents took me in. I've been in I I lived at a hospital. I swear for between the age of like eight and 14 and so crazy once i stopped i stopped growing when i was like 14 15 is when they replaced the hip completely mom and dad had the conversation it's either we put them down or we get the hip replaced and carry on and maybe he plays golf and turns into an influencer so they made the right choice <laughs> they, did. Love they definitely i was gonna say what uh you played a little bit of college golf in wyoming i guess for the Wyoming college team. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about that. So it was in 
July of 2017, I signed to go play at Eastern Wyoming Community College. And that was super fun. It was in like a town of 6,200 people. The school there alone, there's like 1,200 students, mm-hmm. right? And so super small town. They didn't even have a Walmart. They had a, like a Dollar General, and that's about and the McDonald's. Best McDonald's I've ever eaten at, though. They made it with love. <laughs> Anyways, I played only a year there. It was super fun. Um, I didn't golf for two years. I spent two years in El Salvador just, you know, for a, a mission. And, uh, but anyways, I come home and I didn't play golf right for two years and I won my first golf tournament. It was actually pretty sick. It was a big flex for me. Got like 69, 73 in a two-day tournament. So that was pretty sick. I was pretty excited about that one. But Deadly. That was Wyoming. That's amazing. So you were obviously bedridden for a while and then didn't touch a club went on this mission and came back. So what were you thinking about golf at that time? Or you're like, man, I got to get back into something sport or was it just kind of on a whim you picked it back up? I I wanted to go play college golf. I could have school paid for. Right. And that was kind of the only reason I went. Then I was offered the scholarship because I didn't have any offers in high school. You know, I didn't have any offers. I wasn't like crazy, crazy good. I was maybe a, at my best, five six handicap in high school it wasn't until i got into college where i kind of took my golf game to the next level and actually trying putting in work um that's when i probably scratch golfer and so but yeah well i mean for me i want to know a little bit about about the upbringing so like where is home where did you play um obviously you talked a little bit about your brother and a lot of this stuff and then what took you to texas so I was born and raised in Ogden, Utah. So where I went, I went to high school at Bonneville High School. I, I'm the oldest of four. My family is originally from Samoa, so out there in in the islands of Samoa. And then, what do you call it? My grandma, she's the first one to come over to the the state side. But my dad is the one that got my little brother and I into the golf game. This was uh, kind of during Tiger Woods' terror or like his tear, right? Between 2002 and, and um, what do you call it? 2010, I guess you could say, where Tiger was just the guy. And so my dad got really big into golf. And, um, but yeah, that's when I kind of got into it. My little brother, he's a scratch golfer. Well, he's getting back to become a scratch golfer after his accident, but he, he's, he's, a, he's a stud there. So, but yeah, that was kind of the upbringing for me. And then I came to Texas. I I work five months out of the year. So I come to Texas every year uh, during April to August. And I just work. I sell like smart home security systems for Vivint. I do door-to-door sales out here. Then I spend seven months traveling, golfing, having fun. That's why, that's what my, I, that's why I have so much time, you know, between September to March to post all this golf content and so that's, that's another reason i i decided to to start the channel i thought well do something fun yeah no it's so. it's it's really cool it's it's fun to kind of follow the story and see the evolution but i mean you're also out there advocating for golf for your brother especially which is amazing good friend of mine had cancer in his spine and he, he's kind of in the same situation he beat it but 
he's sort of restricted to a wheelchair and was a really good golfer at one point I played college with him so uh amazing that you're kind of supporting a little bit of an audience and awareness around that but I mean you're out there advocating for these golf courses as well you're highlighting some of you know the scenery around Utah which is amazing I think that's kind of where you get some of that buy-in from your audience right you're just a regular dude out of here smacking bombs playing some pretty amazing golf courses and it's the time of year when people are probably on a ski hill or, or vacation to a beach somewhere warm where maybe you get a little bit more freedom on the golf course yeah for sure and i think honestly i tell people this like like how did you blow up one it was just posting all the time but two it was just like taking advantage of the scenery i have like you guys out there chris and and even you derek in in Los Angeles, you guys probably don't have a lot of red rock mountains, right? Like I have that. And then behind that is where I have like white mountains of snow, you know? So people see that and they're like, where the hell is he golfing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just not ill location. And so I definitely took advantage of, of, you know, the scenery of where I'm at. And now that I'm in Texas, I really want to show off you know, West Texas golf, you know, I'm out here with Texas Tech in Lubbock, you know, so it's super cool to be here and play, hoping I can get a couple rounds against some of these Texas Tech boys to see kind of where I, I stand. Yeah. And but yeah, it's fun. So you're kind of like the, the Mac Butcher of the United States versus Canada, because I mean, he's got, he plays up at Bear Mountain Golf Course, which is on Victoria Island, Vancouver Island, and it's it's a pretty amazing layout. It's kind of carved into a mountain, essentially. So the views are what sort of captivates his audience. But uh, and he's got a disgusting mustache too. So don't grow one of those. But uh, we'll give you the one up on him for that. He's like the guy that I like. I was like, he's the reason why I started my page. Like he's like a person that influenced me to even do it. Yeah, that's and so that's great. He's he, and he's a really like down to earth, nice dude. He's not a you know he's not a douchey kind of what you would expect to be presented outside of social media. But yeah, he's a really cool dude. And again, it's one of those organic things where he never got into it for any other reason, but just to showcase some of the golf courses and to have fun out there. Yeah, it was about the content, yeah. right? So one of the things I love about Mo is, is like, even you look at his videos, like my favorite is the one where he's got the football in his hand in the gym and those feet are on fire. Like you can't, you can't fake that shit. Like I, I know what people are athletically. I mean, it's easy to know, especially when you play team sports, right? Like Mo hitting a golf ball is an athletic endeavor. It's not this whole thing, you know, where like Mac loves to move it and spin it and do all this other stuff. Mo just crushes it, but it's because of the way that he is athletic and all that he does. Even now, I mean, like, it's great. Like one of the things like you see when he plays, and like I said, he's always constantly playing. I liked it because you were playing against yourself. That's what I like, right? So like when you're on the range, it's like you versus you and you're seeing the joy, but the thing that Parksy and I noticed right away is like the vibe and the energy is just different. Like if they, I mean, when they see our socials tonight and they, they see some of the clips, like you have not stopped smiling, like you're excited and you're happy. Like this means something. And I think there's a really big quality in people that have that. I think that's one of the things that Parksy and I love about golf is that we're going to always be attracted to those people that kind of emulate that, like the Ben Bridgers of the world or the Todd Martins of the world, guys that kind of just absolutely just exude passion for what it is they do and not what everybody else does not really worried if people like your gig or not but if they follow you you're giving them a high five and you're giving them a thank you but you're going to do your thing and i think that's the genuine nature that i loved about this and i'm excited that when this drops we're going to get to push those socials because 
I think there's a lot of people that should be following things that you're doing in golf versus the stuff that other people are doing. I don't need to know about blades and little quiver bags and all the things that don't move any needles that people shouldn't be doing, right? We should all be hitting shit that makes us better and enjoy the game more. And you're all about club head speed, right? Like it's all about how far it goes and what you're doing with it. And I think that's awesome because that's who you are. And I, I hope and pray that as you continue to do this and continue to get better at the social media game, you really push that envelope of being fun because I think it's really, really magnetic. Your smile is the way you swing a golf ball. I love the joggers. I love the big floral prints when your place is like, you're not trying to hide anything other than who you are. And I think that's really refreshing. So I hope you continue that. I appreciate that. Thank you. And like, uh, I get a lot of people who tell me all the time, like, like, why are, like, why are you the same as you are in your videos? Like the same vibe I get here is the same in person. And I think a lot of that just came from growing up, you know, playing sports, just being a team player and being a team player means you got to be a, a good person outside of that. And I think uh, it's just fun. Like when, like when you show off and you meet cool guys like you two, you know, it's, it's just, you be, you have that friendship that you just want to be with someone you know, for the rest of your lives. It's like, it's just good times. Well, so. and where your home is, when you talk about golf on the come, I mean, Park City has become one of the most have to attend, must visit places in the summer to play the game that there is, right? Like you're talking six world-class golf courses just alone in that little place. And that's not even talking about the OGs from, you know, from Salt Lake and then heading down to St. George. And like, there's a lot of really good golf in that part of the world, but I have a, a plethora of members that now all have places in Park City just because they they don't want two domiciles in California. But once up there, like I was stunned at how good Promontory and Victory and of course, Glen Wild's the staple, but there's really, really good, really good turf in that part of the world. So let's share a little bit. Let's give your, let's give your, let's give your home state a little love right, right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, uh, I'm actually, so what are your, what are your favorites? My favorites in Utah. My number one, and I only say this because of memories, not because of like, you know, style or the course layout. It's beautiful, right? But it's Hubbard Golf Course. It's on Hill Air Force Base. It's where my dad worked. And um, getting on there was kind of difficult, but it's like my favorite course. Number two would be like Sand Hollow down in St. George. It's beautiful there. Uh, number three, I would say Coral Canyon, the course I have played the most. I say that because it's where I score the best. <laughs> that course. It should be then. <laughs> I, I know this is there. And then number four, I would say Hobble in uh, like Salt Lake area, I guess you could say. And then I've actually never played uh, Promontory or like Victory Ranch. I so bad want to. Everyone keeps telling me I need to because I guarantee that those two courses will be my top five. Um, but anyways, my last one, number five, would probably be it's it's an OG course, Riverside. Oh, that's sure. Where, that's right. Sure. Oh, that's home to me. And so. But yeah, those are probably my top five in Utah. Have you been getting a lot of invitations to come out and check golf clubs out? Like, is it a pretty good receptive audience aside from the guys that are trying to get in your pocket? But I'm talking like our club saying, hey, Melissa, come on out. We'd love to host you and, you know take some shots around our golf club. Maybe that's an angle you can work a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, up in Mountaindale. And, like, uh, it's, it's a golf course up, up in Salt Lake. 
them and another course I'm kind of in communication with right now with their assistant pros to do like a promo yeah. video to be for their golf club. And so I know here in Texas, out here in like West Texas, I'm going to be doing a, for a country club. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Hillcrest country club. I think I'll be doing a promo video with them as well. So I get invited by a few courses and um, who knows if, it, if, if anything happens down the road where I get invited by, you know, some like victory ranch or promontory, I would be so like content with life <laughs> that would be great for me because those are courses I want to play so bad. All right. We're talking about the romantic shit here. Let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. Let's talk about the stuff that's hard or maybe it's not hard for you, but let's talk about the production, the scheduling, the social media posts, who's sort of inspiring that curation process, or is this all a solo, a hand solo mission here? Uh, this is all solo for right now. Uh, influenced me to do it was Mac. Uh, Mac, how do you say his last? Is it Mac? He was the person that influenced me the most to even do it. Uh, I, I try to follow his dialogue and how he does everything, with the way he, not the way he speaks, but like his captions, his, you know, his tracers, songs, whatever. But. As far as everything goes, I edit everything. I take my own videos. Simple as that. Nothing too crazy. The editing, realistically, for me, I actually like doing it because I like to. I like to envision what the video is going to look like, and then once it all comes together, I'm like, "Sweet, I did it!" Like this, some people are going to like this, you know. And at the end of the day, if no one likes it, I liked it, and that's what really matters to me. Is like, hey, look at me! I like, I'm proud of me, you know. And so that's what, uh, it's super fun for me. And so I use shot tracer pro on my computer. Everyone's like, what app do you use shot tracer? Yeah. That's a simple. That's beautiful. It's, uh, it's one of those things you get that self accomplishment sort of feeling, right? It's like, yeah, you know, I did something. Sometimes it's, it can be a little tedious. I mean, especially if you get to the point where you're having to post for sponsors or for stuff like that, and then you kind of escape that. It becomes disingenuous at that point, and then it's a little bit trying hard. And I think that's what Derek and I talk about this all the time. There's a lot of those posers out there that are really just trying to be something for the likes. And then there's a guy that hasn't stopped smiling since he's been on the podcast. So you can kind of tell there's that that genuine sort of, I don't know. It's innocence yeah. co coming through, right? Just sharing a story. It's not about trying to achieve something. So really respect that. It's very cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's on the what's on the menu now for you? I mean, you're down in Texas. You're going to be there a little while for work, I assume. So talk to us about uh, what we can look forward to in the next little while. So, a couple of things. I actually got an email today. I guess I could share it because it's it is. Um, what do you call it? It's not finalized, but it is approved. I guess you could you say. Go. I'll read you guys the email because it's something that I am super excited about. And uh, like I said, I got the email today. All right. It says, Melosi Tomisala, Live Golf Pro-Am Invitation. hey yo. Oh, see, hope you're doing well. I've been working with Live Golf to help find celebrities slash influencers uh, in their pro-am. They're very interested in having you 
attend one domestic live golf pro-am this season. I've included the dates and locations, blah, blah, blah. Let me know. Heck. And then it just goes. So that's a big thing to 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 see for yes, the future. And so I uh, I love live. I love PGA. I'm not like anti anyone, you know. I The only one I'm like sad about is Cam leaving the PGA just because I think he could have done some damage. I think he could have like broken records for the PGA, but that's just my own personal standpoint, right? But yeah, so I'll be doing a, a pro-am with Liv uh, end of the year. I'm going to do it in Miami, I think. Miami or Chicago is kind of where I'm thinking. But that'll be like in October or September is whenever the tournament is. And so, but that, um, I'm not allowed to say this one yet, but I am, or actually, when do you think this thing will, uh, will, will air up? We'll go Probably two weeks, three weeks. We're, we're okay, a little perfect. logged in, uh, in guests right now, but, uh, gotta take them when we can get them. Guys like you are a hot commodity. Let's put it this way. If, if you share something, we'll make sure it goes after. The yeah. Day yeah. We'll, we'll protect you so that we get two exclusives, <laughs> not one. Well, I signed a partnership with Vice Golf just barely. And so tonight when I get back home to my apartment, I have like four or five boxes just waiting for me to go look at. Boxes of and so I'm boxes of cash. <laughs> Wish. It it is my first paid partnership. So I'm very excited Congratulations, for Congratulations, man. Um uh I'll be playing like Vice Golf balls for the next um next few months. Then I'll have like all their apparel, um, golf gloves, like like all that stuff. And so I'm super excited to, to try that out. I've never played a vice ball. I've only played Titleist Pro V1s and Pro V1Xs. And so, I mean, it's, you know, for the next little while I'll be playing them, but I'm just excited to try something different. Well, you and should so be. I mean, literally, that's what this is about, right? So young man decides he's going to show the world he's having a good time and good people read the vibe. Like that's, that's the whole reason you're on this one, because normally I'm the most anti-influencer guy in the world yeah. because it's just, it's just literally not something that moves my needle as I'm a PGA golf professional running a private facility. I don't think in those terms because most of my stuff is guarded and has boundaries because the people that pay a lot of money to be at a club don't want their stuff shared. Right. So it doesn't, it's not my ethos like it is a lot of other people, but I also want to recognize talent and not to be stereotypical, but I'm going to tell you right now, your smile reminds me of Tony Finau. You guys have the same joy in what it is you do. And it's like, I just noticed there's a lightness, right? There's a love for TikToks. There's a love for social media. There's a love for kids. There's a love for making it more than just competing, hopping on a private jet, playing some tournaments, hoping to win one or two a year. Like that's not the story. And I just think we're now in this point and, and I love to hear the live aspect because again, We've beat that one to death, <laughs> but I think Augusta was the best thing that's happened to live because outside of Phil, you know, and, and Patrick Reed, who I don't think it would matter what tour they're on right now, the rest of the guys are okay. Right. Like a lot of that stuff got it done. And I think that if you continue with this kind of joyous way, you're going about things, I think a lot of really good things are going to happen to you, whether it becomes a career or not, just don't lose that smile and don't let this game and other people tell you that it's a serious game with, real nice you know house of fleming belts and all of the really nice shoes and bullshit this game is about what makes you happy right and you're part of the Derek lane shorts above the knee crowd i'm all in 
right? Nothing, there's nothing better than a dude with an ass that wears shorts above the knee and is an athlete and knows he's going to do it. Like I'm so in on everything you're doing. And I think it's awesome. And I'm really happy that Parksy was kind enough to do the work and he did the legwork to find you. And the infectious nature of the smile alone has made my night. So congrats on the live and congrats on the contract and the, and the little thing with vice, because it's those little things that move the needle and have a bunch of little things. And suddenly you're going to have a really big thing going on. So, so keep that up and keep doing what you're doing. I, I think you're just going to keep growing people as Chris said, organically, which is the only way to do this, right? Like I don't want to see paid sponsorship and then suddenly you're just viced out and you're, you know, you're at some private club and nobody's around. Like, that's <laughs> not what I, that's, that's not who you are, right? You're this kid playing these golf courses and you're like, I like that because I score well. Like that's truth. Like that is truth. Yeah, it is. That's, 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 that's what I want to be known as on social media. That's why I am not afraid to show my double bogeys. You know what I'm saying? I'll show, like, I, I had a video of me topping a driver and like everyone's like this guy's a scratch well scratch golfers top drivers you know once every six seven rounds bro like chill like you know and and i think i i appreciate that because i, I have a lot of people tell me like i like that you're you're real like people can tell through my videos that's a real thing you know i just don't show the birdies and eagles i'll show the ugly ugly holes you know and i'll show the the, the good holes and so yeah the, it's super the fun. engagement piece is kind of what got me you had something you were hitting a shot on a par three what club did i use you know that's the fun part about bringing people into your world into that conversation so as derek said completely appreciate everything you're doing right now it's been really fun to have you on the show tonight get to know you a little bit congrats on the partnerships that's very cool that's a testament to who you are as a person but also the effort you're putting in you know you're getting some payback so Continued success in 2023. We look forward to having you back on a little check-in down the road once you played your first live tour event and uh, we'll see where things are at. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys for real. awesome. All right. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Mo. All the yeah. best, Mo. Take care, bud. I will do you guys as well.